Where is it now? Yes, Rosanna, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Thank I, you. While you came in, I thought I'll just go through the slides of my March edutainment. April will do with you. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. And how are you? What's what's new? How is it in India? How is the weather? <laughs> okay, so weather is reaching about 38 degrees centigrade. Oh my God. I mean, okay, it's, it's a little cool. It's going to get, get to 48, maybe 45 someday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's one thing you don't ask about. Okay, the weather is not <laughs> right now. We, in entering summer, for you, this must be a good time. Must be getting warmer. Uh, yeah, it's getting warmer. And if you want to feel better, uh, we here have today plus eight, and it's great, and it's it, and it's very warm. So, <laughs> but but how warm does it get in summer? Uh, how how warm? Um, it it also can be plus forty sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, but normally plus 30, uh, 33 or 28 but if we have very hot summer it can be 38 or 40 okay so it does get hot it does get hot mm -hmm. and when it goes when it becomes cold how cold does it get minus 30 wow wow that's... Can, can you imagine our life <laughs> imagine minus 30 to maybe plus 40 maybe Okay, well, even if it's 35, 30, I mean, look at the range, 60 degrees here and there that you experience is amazing. And I thought in Delhi, we were getting this, maybe from two degrees to 48, but you were going, okay, the variation is a little too much. I remember, you know, I remember uh, maybe three years ago, there was very cold in uh, winter and it was minus 50. Yes, wow. so, so, sometimes it happens here. <laughs> But life goes on, everyone's going outdoors, everything is happening? Yes, because uh, every, everyone needs to work. Uh, only schools and students, they don't go to schools and to, to universities, but we work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but this is like, I mean, in terms of the big cities, things go on, but what happens in outside those big cities and... I mean, in terms of water supply and everything, electricity, water supply outside those big cities? Uh, yes, outside big cities also works everything. Uh, usually, you know, we don't work if, it's, uh, if, if there is a snowstorm. If it's very strong snowstorm, we, we sometimes don't work. But when it's cold, everyone works. You know, our cars doesn't work <laughs> they stop working when it's minus 30 but we work <laughs> okay but rosanna you want to write your name in in english there or keep both of them i think we should have your name uh, in oh sorry yes let me change it uh rename okay A minute. 
Yep. I have such a long name and last name. <laughs> oh, as long as you remember it, Rosanna, then it's okay. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't forget it. <laughs> okay, but you know, it, sometimes it's difficult to pronounce for, for, <laughs> for Americans, for instance. When, I, when I've been to America, they just called my last name just yes, because it starts with yes. And, and they even wrote it down like Rosanna, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I pronounce it Yeshen Temerova. Yes, that's is that yeah. okay. Yes, yes, good. Wow. Oh, okay. you're, you're maybe the first person who pronounced it the, the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone should know that Rosanna is not feeling well today. She's doing this because she had committed to it. But I'm also not feeling very good about it. So whenever, Rosanna, whenever you say I'm not feeling well, we'll cut it at that point of time. We'll continue it in another conversation. That's not a problem. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But Rosanna, you have, to tell us, you have to tell us about yourself. And not just a short, I, this is Rosanna, no, as much as you can. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, my name is Rosanna Isintimirova, and I'm from Kazakhstan. I live in uh, the capital of our country, in Nur-Sultan, and I am a mediator, professional mediator, and I'm also a director of the Center of Mediators, Mediators, this is an international center for mediation and law uh, called Saglasie. Um, uh, also, I am the member of uh, the Republican Council for Mediation uh, of the Assembly of Peoples of Kazakhstan. Um, also, at this time, I am I'm passing my master program uh, on ethnic policy uh, at the National Eurasian, Eurasian National University uh, by Lev Gumilov. Uh, what else? Also, I took part uh, took took part in, uh, and I'm still taking part in some working groups uh, on amendment of uh, different laws in Kazakhstan. I work with parliament, with senate. Uh, senate is the second, you know, uh, se second part of parliament. We, we have two parts, uh, not parts, I don't remember how to say it in, in English. Um, let me check it. I mean, the two houses of parliament like that, something like that. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Chambers, yes, I, mm -hmm. I should say chamber, the first and second chamber of parliament. So I work uh, also with them implementing laws and uh, amending uh, laws. The, the last was uh, mediation law. Uh, what else? Uh, I also read some lectures for students in the university. And I am the trainer of mediators. I train mediators here in Kazakhstan. I don't know. I'm a mother of two sons. <laughs> I'm a wife. How old are they? How old are they? Uh, they uh, all this is uh, eight years old, and the youngest is four years old. So, Rosanna, you have to tell us how do you manage all this? I don't know. <laughs> I 
didn't know the answer. And I always think that uh, I fail, you know, I mean, I think that I fail every day to manage it <laughs> because uh, I have so many things to do and I always have no time to do it. But, you know, it, this is interesting life. We have to find out what that super food that you eat out there. We have to find out and we have to send it, send it all over the world. <laughs> if I find it, I will send you definitely. You're already having it. You don't want to share it with us. Imagine <laughs> all this, all this. Imagine. So, one sec. One sec. Yeah. So, but this is about, okay, family, work. But what about Rosanna, the person? What is she all about? Uh, interesting question, you know, <laughs> I think that uh, this is what I had already told you about my work, my interests and my family. This is, um, this is I am, because this is, this is our thing that uh, I'm interested in. And uh, I, you know, I, I love to study. My husband even sometimes, you know, uh, he, he's having a laugh at me that I study all the time. And um, sometimes even, you know, I, I want to know everything. And I take so many responsibilities. So then I just don't have time to do it. Maybe I, I'm just the person who, who loves to study. <laughs> yes. You want to know everything about everything. That's the idea. Yeah, right, right. You want, yes. you want to become Google. That's what you want to become. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Kazakh version of Google. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've never thought about it. Yes, I like it. <laughs> may, may, maybe. <laughs> Kazakhstan's Google is what you're going to write at the bottom of your name now. <laughs> uh, but what is the current interest? Of course, your master's is going on, but in terms of reading and all, is there is something that you're specifically reading or studying about other than this? Um, yeah, master, you know, my master program is ethnopolitics, as I told you. And everybody asking me why ethnopolitics, because you're a mediator. What, what is the connection between ethnopolitics and mediator? Uh, okay, let, let me tell you about this. The, as I have already told you, I am a member of um, the Council, uh, Republican Council on Mediation of the Assembly of People of Kazakhstan. So the Assembly of People of Kazakhstan is working uh, with, uh, uh, with ethnic conflicts also. Uh, but uh, the goal of the Assembly is to uh, keep, you know, like keep on peaceful living uh, of, of all ethnics of Kazakhstan. And we here in Kazakhstan, we have more than uh, 135 ethnics and uh, so nationalities, yes, I should say. And the assembly is or managing um, all these nationalities and uh, make different event, different events and so on to uh, to maintain this peaceful living of different nationalities here uh, but also it works with uh, conflicts and for 
long period of time, the assembly was responsible for mediation here in Kazakhstan also. Uh, but, you know, time is changing. And at uh, last year, the November of last year, of 2021, uh, the, our president uh, said that uh, the assembly should take responsibility for uh, ethnic mediation. And this is a direction that uh, no, nobody worked here uh, before. Mm. And we, uh, as mediators, we even don't have a practice of such mediations. And also, we, you know, we even don't have um, one point of view on this. Um, everybody has its own point, point of view on ethnic conflicts, ethnic mediation, and how to understand it also. So uh, I decided to, you know, to work on this direction and to, uh, to improve it. Uh, so th that's why I went to this master program, uh, entered this master program. I want to know more about um, different nationalities, ethnics, uh, uh, ethnic conflicts around the world, um, and so on. But, but when you say 135 ethnic nationalities in Kazakhstan, who, 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 who else would they be? Uh, so the, uh, the biggest part is Kazakh, uh, are Kazakhs, uh, Kazakh people. It's about uh, 75%. And after Kazakhs, uh, about 18% um, are Russians. And after them goes uh, uh, Uzbeks. Am I right? Uzbeks pronouncing it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uzbek, Uzbek, Uzbek people. Uh, and uh, then, then the other part, uh, uh, people from Kyrgyzstan uh, and others, uh, a lot of other nationalities. Yes, you, you, you can see yes, more, more than one, 100 different nationalities after them. I just, I called you just the biggest parts. Um, okay. So Ukrainians and uh, who, who else? Every, everyone, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a lot. I mean, 135 is a lot of, lot of nationalities. But mm -hmm. a small percentage. What you're saying is really small percentages, but they're all there. So that's what you're saying. Because largely, if almost 70% are Kazakhs and about 20%, as I see in front of me. So if those are Russians and then Uzbeks, so, so what do I say? Okay, I've got a list, kind of a list. Uh, let me let me find it. Afghan, I have a... Afghanistan, Afghan, Afghan, Afghan. 200 people. They said 200 people. <laughs> Uh, uh, you have already found it. Uh, so there's one one statistics uh, I have in front of me. So uh -huh. that's so I okay, have so one good site uh, with. Um, where are the Indians? Where are the Indians? Indians haven't reached there. I don't see in this list any Indians. How can that be, Rosanna? Uh, why are we have Indians? we have a lot of Indians, but uh, you know here. Okay, I can say you just about maybe uh, Nur Sultan here, uh, about our capital. We have a lot of Indians working here because we have a lot of uh, Indian projects. 
-hmm. and uh, a lot of Indian people work here, especially men. I I see women only maybe with their husbands for, from the embassies. I had a friend from the embassy and he came here with his family. Did you ever go, go for any of the functions in the embassy? Did you see any of those whatever festivals and all? Did you? Uh -huh. I saw a festival uh, of Indian embassy in our... Uh, um, sorry, just uh, the word flew out of my mind. Just give me a second. I'll there, must be a, there must be a Diwali celebration for sure. I'm sure the embassy does that. We have this festival of lights, Diwali. I, I'm sure the embassy must be putting up lights and all in their embassy. Um, maybe I just I, I just don't don't see the embassy itself. I, I don't remember where. The, uh, ah, yes, I know where the embassy is, but uh, I see it very seldom. And I remember once it was festival festival in our city park, mm -hmm. and the ladies were dancing and they sang a lot of songs and so on. And the embassy is a very very you know um, active. Uh, they have different programs. Uh, they do uh, free yoga, for instance, uh, mm -hmm. and. Uh, free Indian dance for um, our citizens. Yes, yeah. you can visit. Bollywood. Uh, <laughs> Bollywood dancing, Bollywood, is it? Uh, maybe, yes, <laughs> maybe Bollywood. Um, I, I, I guess it can be different from our understanding uh, of your culture, maybe. <laughs> no, but we have to really find out because I was talking to Begem, she's from Kyrgyzstan. And she was telling me about her. when she was growing up, she used to hear Bollywood songs and she actually remembered them also. But I didn't play it while the session was going on because obviously YouTube has some copyright issues which come up. So after the session, we actually played some songs and she was remembering her childhood. So that was... It. So, I me... do remember, of course, the songs, Jimmy, Jimmy. It was very, very popular. <laughs> So, so that's the good part that at least Indian movies go everywhere. So at least there yeah. is some introduction to India in whatever way. But let me show you the how far the embassy of Kazakhstan is from my house. Let me show you that. Okay. This is where it is. This is the embassy of Kazakhstan. Yes, seven minutes. Seven minutes. You know, uh, I want to tell you that your embassy from my house, it's also about seven, ten minutes. It's, wow. it's not so far. Yes. Really, yeah. <laughs> that's not. That's interesting. Uh -huh. But we actually the we should all these embassies are around my place. But we should actually have special. I mean, you should at least get involved in finding out about national days and what celebrations are happening. It would be nice. I mean, I think that should be a good. I'm sure they, of course, they celebrate it. But do we get to know about it? Maybe not. So I think that's a good thing. The other thing is the clothes. I, I kept, when I did that symposium of mine, I told people, why don't you send me your national dresses and I can maybe wear it for my sessions. But only I got from Ghana, Isaac sent me their traditional dress. So I wore it with the, I, on in conversation with beautiful mind, I had him there. So wow. I wore that, I wore that there. But look, I, I, with mediation, I also want to promote the culture of places all over the world. So clothes is definitely something that you can see. 
So I think that is something I'm going to put an appeal out there. Please send me your national address. <laughs> send me send me your address. I, <laughs> and I will, look, I that's will the send. best part. I put everything out on my website. My mediatorvikram.com. I put my whole life is out there. My location of where I am, everything is there. Ah, address is okay. there, everything. But no one goes to the website. That's the good part. No one finds out what I'm doing. But I, I take out so much time to actually put out all the information. I update it. Okay, I put links to people like Rosanna's name will be there. Link to her profile is there. But no one, I don't think people have time in this world to go up to websites and see them. But I still have to do what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I will send you maybe at least um, our national kind of head uh, called yeah. to be to be taker mm -hmm. it's a round one small <laughs> perfect, perfect so i can wear that I, that's so we'll have another in conversation the beautiful mind with you where i'll wear it so now i will only call those people who send something from their country which i can wear otherwise i'm not going to call them good idea interesting yeah. idea good idea But but in terms of okay, now the ethnic issues that I mean, are there issues actually? I think the population is so small. I'm looking at the numbers that two hundred people from so and so place, five hundred from here. So largely, I mean, is there really? A, I don't know. Ethnic when you say ethnic conflict, these are between uh, which nationalities? Actually, here we we don't have ethnic conflicts. Uh, that's why we even don't have practice. And it was, you know, uh, kind of uh, surprising for us uh, when the, uh, our government, our president uh, told us that we have to organize a kind of institute who is responsible for this kind of mediation. But this is, um, you know, uh, maybe this is a good step for prevention conflicts. We, we had few conflicts uh, uh, I even don't don't remember the period of time. Maybe in five years we have uh, two conflicts uh, called uh, ethnic, but they were called ethnic uh, after you know uh, after they happens happened and uh, after a long period of time because you know it's like um, like it was a small conflict between uh, persons and. It uh, it was just usual conflict between, like for instance, uh, two two men uh, arguing uh, because of women, yes, and after, uh, they had fight, for instance, and after that uh, they just found that one of them were uh, Kazakh and uh, one of them were Uyghur, for instance, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, And our media called it ethnic. Yeah, that's that's an issue with the media, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I believe that uh, that uh, this was only because of media called it ethnic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, if we go to the to the point of their uh, conflict, we found the that it wasn't ethnic at all. They just were like usual normal men fighting yeah. because of women and it could be two Kazakhs and that's it. And uh, that's why when we started um, uh, speaking about this uh, problem and also about mediation in uh, this context, uh, we asked 
each other and uh, the others who were in the room? Do we have ethnic conflicts? And can we call them ethnic? And what should we call ethnic? Uh, so we think that first we need to define uh, the reason, the interests yes, of uh, this uh, persons who were in con conflict. And if it doesn't have uh, anything with nationality, uh, so then it doesn't matter who we're fight fighting. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, we last last year, I think, we had a big uh, call after that called uh, ethnic conflict, and it was between Kazakhs and uh, Azerbaijan mm -hmm. people. And uh, two guys, they were fighting, and one of them killed another uh, using a knife. Mm -hmm. And it could happen with anyone. I think okay. this kind of conflicts happen every day, and we just don't, just don't know about them, because nobody tells. And uh, after, uh, after that, uh, a lot of people from one side and a lot of people from another side came and started to fight. And uh, then it was like, you know, snowball. Uh, everybody sta started fighting and the assembly uh, was involved in this conflict mm -hmm. to resolve it. And uh, it was successful in resolving it. Uh, and up, I think that after um, this very accident, uh, they decided to create such an institute who, who will work with this kind of conflicts. But I don't see the, um, the place of mediator in this kind of conflict uh, when, it's, uh, when this conflict is already uh, became a big one with a lot of parties and uh, from one side and fr from another side. And uh, it became kind of politic conflict already, yes? So uh, at, at this stage, I don't believe that mediator can, uh, can be so helpful. Of course, it can help in, it can give advice or, and so on, but uh, um, when, when, it's, uh, when it became big, like this, uh, I think that uh, our government should be involved, uh, and also our police should be involved. Uh, but when it's small, when it's just fight between two guys, yes, mediator can help at oh, this first stage. Oh, Zana, we have to mediators definitely have a role to play, definitely. At what even if it escalates, I still feel that a lot of things with communication get get resolved. Only thing is whether you can get the right parties on the table. That's the most important thing because sometimes there are vested interests which are behind the scene. Now, will they come up front or not? Because everyone has their agenda. I mean, everyone has their agenda and pe some pe people benefit from escalation of these conflicts. So definitely that part of it definitely has to be looked into. But the important thing is to be able to in some way regulate the media in these situations that they should not put it as ethnic when it is just like you said was just say it's just a fight but once you re start reporting it as this group versus that group then obviously each group thinks that okay we have to in some way 
take it further and then the whole thing escalates so i think the media definitely has has to be responsible but they also want to sensationalize things because they want to sell their things. so i what i decided was at least for the last 2 years i don't re- don't read the news i don't watch the news and things are very peaceful yes i know i don't know too much about what's happening in ukraine definitely i don't know too much i only get to know because of mediators in ukraine who put out posts or i say get some messages from there so that's the way i get to know but i feel that maybe you're better off that way rather than read something which by itself is sensationalized i don't know what you think about that uh are you asking me about ukraine reading the news uh, reading the news <laughs> about uh. reading the news <laughs> ukraine <laughs> about re- reading the news you know the propaganda uh, these days is very strong very strong and it's so difficult to find the right information to read um, um actually uh, i just don't have time to to read anything because i read a lot of other things <laughs> because i study and i have a lot of homework to, to to do so i i listen to some analysis uh, like uh, um, i i like one uh, uh, analysis from he, he's from ukraine okay but it doesn't it doesn't have anything to to this uh, conflict but he he is uh, the best one on uh, uh, i think uh, here in post post soviet union uh, countries he's the best one uh, so i like uh, to his name is andrei baumeister and uh, i i love to listen to him uh, because he uh, you know he's what uh, watching on a problem from other sides different sides and he he's analyzing everything and he's explaining and he's confirming all that he uh, say so uh, yeah, so the, basically the, yeah, you feel that he's objective and he's yes, giving he's a fair, yeah, fair fair view of the whole thing that's what you need i mean you actually need that was what the media was supposed to be that was the whole right. idea but of course because they become so powerful they can actually influence things so obviously money has got involved their business house they become business houses so all those issues definitely have taken place but that's why you need the right i think with social media at least their advantage is there that if some good person comes out at least that person can connect directly to people so that way you don't earlier you obviously you needed all this print media so you had to print everything send it out so that aspect has become definitely much easier but still to find the right person who doesn't have a vested interest who's objective is important and same thing with mediators also i mean you have to find the right people you have to find the right people but i've taken away from what you were saying you were talking about your work so in terms of your study but you were asking ken about eth- ethnic conflicts you were asking him some question in that talking books episode i thought you were asking about ethnic conflicts only at that time uh sorry sorry one more the, in, the last words in talking you... talking books with ken you were you asked him something about ethnic conflicts weren't you you asked him something about that uh yes uh, i asked i asked him about conflicts and i asked him if he has something useful for me uh, in his book <laughs> so i i'm still planning to buy it and i want to read it because i need it for my master work uh for my dissertation 
you know, the topic of my dissertation is uh, mediation technologies of resolving ethnic conflicts, Kazakhstan and foreign practice. So I need to find some foreign practice. That's why I was interested in, uh, interested in Ken's book. And I still want to read it. Uh, and I, I need just to find uh, different information, uh, how other country, countries using mediation in uh, ethnic conflicts. Because uh, today we, uh, you know why, why I told you that I don't see um, how we can use mediation. Uh, here in Kazakhstan, because uh, our law on mediation doesn't uh, doesn't allow us a lot of things, and um, if it's a big conflict with a lot of parties, uh, to to do classic mediation according to our law, uh, we need to find just uh, responsible persons who will come and speak from others. And we need to conclude uh, 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 agreement, agreement uh, to work with these people. And, and uh, I think you understand that it's difficult to find this person and to make them conclude the agreement to start the mediation when uh, there is a big conflict with a lot of parties and nobody knows who is responsible because they just forgot it. <laughs> so, um, that's why I need to find uh, some techniques how to make I'll you, people. I'll tell you what the technique that you have to do, what you have to tell your parliament that please amend the law, give total flexibility, mediation should not be regulated, let people <laughs> choose their mediator the way they want to and let the process happen as flex in a flexible manner as possible. So this limitation of actually that how to go about it and you have to have this agreement or whatever you're saying i think those are limitations and mediation should not have limitations i think that's where people and countries have gone wrong in places for according to me by trying to regulate something which is something which has to happen all the time so i think that is for your next activity rosanna you have to convince your <laughs> i'm working on it i'm working on it <laughs> but can you can you please tell me how is it in india uh, when persons want to to go to mediator do they have to conclude an agreement with mediator that uh, he works with them to be uh, you know for mediator to to be sure that the confidentiality is uh, yeah. um, observing um, no. No, we have yeah, we have a law. The only thing is called conciliation. That is called conciliation only because we got that law in 1996 and we picked it up from the Uncetral model law at that time. At that time, Uncetral was using the word media, conciliation. So but the process is where one party has to approach the other party and the other party has a certain number of days to accept it and then they appoint a media a conciliator. So it's simple. Nothing, I mean, nothing major to it. Yes, of course, they have to at least have that exchange of today. It can be emails. That's good enough. I mean, that's by itself is something which is it binds them. So that's all that's required. And then the process happens. And in the in that, the provisions you can actually find it on my website. I put a link to the act also. So it's very flexible. And confidentiality is protected. It is without prejudice. All that is protected there. And at the end of it, what you that settlement agreement you get is as good as a consent award, a consent arbitral award, which is as good as a court decree. 
so it can't mm-hmm. be better i keep saying that this is it now you don't need anything more than this everything else beyond that is only going to spoil it is not going to make it any better because we have a bill lying in parliament today luckily it was it was placed in parliament it went to a standing committee so it did not get passed immediately so standing committee is obviously looking at it and asking people to give their whatever comments and all so that regulating it which in that bill what they're attempting to do is according to me that whole when i keep saying the whole colonization aspect of it when the state and judiciary in some way want to get into dispute resolution i feel that it is a colonizer's mindset people are smart enough to resolve the disputes themselves okay they will find the right people they will do it but the entire the conditioning of the mind over hundreds of years that the courts and lawyers are the ones you go to when you have a dispute we have to change that so rosana that is going to be part of something you are going to discuss you are going to get some material on this i have at that that mediation vision 2026 that i put out so decolonization you must have heard from me so many times that that's a very important area we need to discuss because people if they are conditioned enough to say that okay when we have a dispute let's first of all attempt to resolve it within ourselves that should be the best thing that's the first thing this first step if we can't let us get a third person and those those people are all there they know those people i mean the people they can trust bring them in and then after that think of other options it is i mean here what in that bill that they put in parliament they call something they called it pre litigation mediation also pre litigation one is we have pre institution mediation here in the court system so any commercial matter first has to when someone wants to file a suit in court has to first send a notice out to the other side through the over there's a body through which the notice is sent the other party can refuse they can they don't have to accept it but yes if they accept it then they go through that process of mediation so that's pre institution but now this terminology of pre litigation mediation which is used in that bill i feel that is something which is again call it colonization mindset that everything every dispute goes to litigation and anything before that is what you do is pre litigation no i might fail in mediation so for a moment you fail in mediation is my option only litigation after that aren't there various other various other ways we can resolve our dispute so these things get missed out because the judiciary and the lawyers they all sit together and dispute resolution these are the people who should have discussions so that part of it has to change i mean i feel that's one issue that i i right now i'm telling you the law is very good what happens after this uh, when this law this other thing but lucky thing is in that also in terms of individuals being appointed as mediators there it's not regulated as to who has to be the mediator in terms of qualification or not you can appoint anyone you want so that but what they're trying to get into is regulating the institutional mediation which for me is the numbers are nothing all over the world institutional mediation numbers are very small i mean when we look at millions of disputes which go into courts institutional mediation in the world is i mean if you look at the numbers i keep giving the example of jams everyone says jams is one of the biggest institutions for adr yeah. if mediation in that is only 9000 matters in the whole year what is 9000 matters here we talk about 50 million matters lying in court pending matters 18 million going to courts every year what are 9000 <laughs> then then you, i was looking at the singapore mediation center in the last in 19, 
there have been 5000 matters which have been resolved which have gone for mediation not even resolved but gone for mediation what is that i mean there's nothing and you want to regulate that and complicate the law while i'm saying that the mediation is one thing that for people they have this option in india like i said it's a court becomes it's a court decree the settlement agreement through conciliation so a person sitting in a village gets a court decree without ever going to court can it get better than that tell people about this that is more important you want to create a complicated law institutional this thing the even community mediation there's some regulation there so i think this is where you have to lobby with the governments and explain to them that instead go out and empower people tell them that you must resolve it and we are creating a framework where you can resolve your disputes and you will get a court decree sitting in your house with online mediation don't even have to get out of your house everything is available today e signatures are all available right. so everything can be done there so these are things right. which I, i mean this is the way rosana you are going to tell your parliament next session you are... <laughs> this is this is what i have already told them <laughs> you know <laughs> but it doesn't work um our you know uh, most part of them are lawyers and can you imagine how lawyers they they have the other way of thinking they want to make everything uh sorry let me uh, i have something here uh, okay uh the lawyers want to regulate everything yeah. um oh. th- and it's you know it's very difficult to um explain people who have never uh you know were in mediation i i don't want them to be in mediation because i don't want them to have problems <laughs> to have conflict <laughs> but uh, they even doesn't want to understand what the process is mediation yes they think that uh, here in our country uh, most part of people they just don't know about mediation and the other part who know about mediation they know and they just believe that mediation is some something that you you know um, that mediator is a person who will uh resolve your conflict without you like they just they don't they don't don't want to be responsible for uh for their lives for their conflicts and uh, it's always difficult to take responsibility yes and it's much more easier to go to court and let the judge to be responsible for your problem yeah. so the same they want for, from us and um, every day people call me and ask me do you make Uh, mediation agreement they just uh, think and their lawyers tell them that mediator is a person who make mediation agreement and when i ask them uh, do you have uh, do, do you already have a, a decision be- between two of you yes uh, so the decision that you want me to put into your mediation agreement and they start saying mm, i want like this And I ask, uh, and what other person wants? I don't know, wherever. <laughs> I want like this. So I had a, a criminal mediation uh, just uh, yesterday. Um, it, it was, you know, it, it, it's been lasting for two days. And the first, uh, the first day, man called me and told me that he he's having a criminal case at the court at the moment. Uh, and he he wants a mediation agreement and he said uh, please write me um, and make make for me mediation agreement 
and I ask, uh, what what decision do you have already between two of you, two parts? And he said, uh, I we we don't have anything. I don't want to talk to the other part. I hate them. Just make a mediation agreement for me. That's it. And I spent one hour explaining him that it it doesn't work like this. And uh, after that, when I finally explained him, uh, he agreed to came for the meeting with other party and we had meeting. And uh, finally they made their mediation agreement, oh, but we had, so we had, it, it, it was successful. Yeah. Uh, but, but the problem is that people think that uh, mediation agreement is something that they want to put in it. And they just don't care what uh, other party think about it. <laughs> so a lot of lot of educating has to be done. Lots of educating has to be done. Right. But what kind of criminal matter was that? This matter that you're saying, this criminal matter? Um, it was um, a case between two companies, uh, one Kazakh company and one company from Afghanistan. And Kazakh company uh, failed to... Uh, uh, I just forgot the word. Uh, let me let me find it. <laughs> Sometimes it happens, you know. I start thinking in Russian, and <laughs> and then I forgot English words. Uh, no, that's something which is, oh, I mean, criminal matters. Going for mediation is important. That's an important thing. So, right. what kind of matters are going? <laughs> that, no, no. So the uh, the. The Kazakh party failed to comply with terms of the agreement, and they uh, th that's why uh, and they um, they had to give the money back uh, three years ago, and they didn't do it. And uh, the Afga Afghanistan party they were waiting for three years, and then they decided to go to the court. So they so, filed a case for cheating. Yes, uh, and uh, they were successful in court. And when Kazakh party understood that uh, he has nothing to do anymore, he decided to make this agreement. To, he asked the court to make this agreement. Uh, and he, you know, uh, the... Um, just... The damage was very high, and according to our law, uh, when the damage is like this, it can be finished. Uh, the case can be finished uh, with a mediation agreement. Okay. Some cases that uh, under the limit, you, you know, under the limit, uh, when the damage is not so high, uh, can be finished um, when parties uh, concluded the mediation agreement. But um, in this very case, uh, it can be finished and he still will be judged, but uh, he will be able to, uh, to give this money back as he wants by using uh, the, um, uh, the schedule that they made yeah, in, yeah, the, the, in the mediation agreement, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and he also hopes that uh, the uh, court will make uh, the punishment uh, 
softer. How should mm -hmm. I say it in, in English? Lenient, more lenient in terms of. Yeah. Lenient. Yes. So it, it, it is okay here. We use it. And do you use mediation in criminal cases? Look, it's happening and right now, if you look, I mean, of course, I have nothing to do with the court system. You're asking me, so I, I am saying this, but I actually don't even like to quote, quote it. But in the check bouncing cases, there is an attempt to start in, the, in that area. There have been other criminal cases where, I mean, it has gone for mediation, but I still feel there is something where people, judges are also a little, I think, hesitant on that. I think at this point of time, and this this bill that I'm talking about had this, has a schedule in it where uh, these criminal matters they want to exclude from it from mediation a lot of criminal matters most of them I think so that part of it is something which is going to be I don't know how a bill goes but that's going to be an issue if you if you exclude them where it they could have been resolved and on the other end the number of years it takes in the court. So there was some relief to the parties there. I mean, somewhere they could have worked it out, but if they exclude it. So that's what I'm saying this bill is an issue, but otherwise at this point of time, there, there is an interpretation by our Supreme Court and what the Supreme Court interprets is also law. So they've all compoundable criminal offenses they feel can go for mediation. How many of them are actually going, I also would not know because that's an area which I try to stay away from because I have to give my comments. Otherwise saying that that's the worst thing that's happened for mediation that the courts got involved and because of that the mediators did not develop yes mediation the word went out and people used it but the mediator got left out in the whole thing and i just found out very recently that i think mediators are required for mediation i just found out it was some news to me otherwise people just thought the mediators maybe are just not required they're not important they should not be developed they should just be there to give free service to the nation and they just have to rise above everything else so I, I mean i think that part of it is an issue but i will not talk about it because you heard me enough times i'm sure talking about it but i what i need to do of course you have to keep telling me i'm feeling all right i can continue so Whenever you say that, uh, no, this is it. Tell me that, okay? Okay. You know, I I think that you cured me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm feeling very good. <laughs> I'm good. feeling better. Thank you. So, so what I want to do is now let's me at least okay. This is going to be, of course, a quiz, and I'm I'm going to show you what is coming up in April. Oh my god! But at the same time, there's going to be a quiz with it, okay? And you have to answer. This is in April, <laughs> okay? So what you have to tell me is. What is this mediation vision 2026 that I'm talking about? What is mediation vision 2026? Because this will tell me that you have never ever seen any of my shows. You have just come for a few of them. That's it. And you don't watch anything on YouTube or anywhere else. So this is what tells me that because I, every time I keep talking about this mediation <laughs> vision 2026. So that, okay, you failed. <laughs> one, my, one question you've gone wrong, got wrong. We'll have to keep a record. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm so bad. Just put me a bad mark. <laughs> so look, I tell you, the idea was that let's put out, okay, I mean, five years. Basically, I put it out last year. So five years is nothing. I mean, in terms of me coming to some kind of end point is not an end point. It's just a starting point, maybe. But I put it at 2026 because Ken turns 85 in 2026 so i'm connecting it to that 
and i put out certain points on my website as to the points that we will discuss so and i've asked people that add to them tell me what other points we can discuss in relation to the development and evolution of mediators and mediation so one of the topics is heart soul and spirituality which i feel is an important area which has not got discussed as the the way it should be discussed for me it's an important aspect of mediators and mediation so last year i started something called mediators mediation and spirituality so abhi i had a few episodes of that and so first episode there were people from all over the world i was asking them what do you think is spirituality so interesting answers i won't tell you the answers i will ask you to watch that and how will you watch it you will have to go to my website and find the link to it at some stage you will <laughs> do that <laughs> okay i promise you <laughs> so so this symposium is happening in april so the last symposium i, I don't know whether you know about that happened in august and september but there there were almost 100 speakers from more than 40 countries this right. time is not going to be that big because i mean i uh, it takes a lot of my time doing this and this time i there's so much more in terms of mediation vision 2026 that i want to put out so i just keep it for this month that's it so heart soul spirituality and mediation so that's the topic if you feel that you want to this is a topic that interests you please tell me and have your your session in the symposium will fix up maybe okay. after we go after we stop the live stream we can do that so okay so now you know about this so, so this dispute resolution revolution so right. so I, i call it that but very clearly dispute not conflict dispute and that is the area i want to focus on because that is something which is for me quantifiable and something which people can see the result and once they can resolve their dispute the larger understanding of managing conflicts they will be able to manage them better so over time those can also be resolved by them themselves i mean once they go through a process in terms of mediation in a dispute so that is why i put it as a dispute because ken talks about conflict resolution so i i said it's going to be mine is going to be dispute resolution revolution Yes, I like this word dispute, uh, and this is not a conflict. Uh, this is just the beginning of the conflict mm. dispute. Yes, yeah, yeah. and this is what you. Uh, this is what uh, easier to work with. Exactly, yes. exactly. That's conflict, that's why I put this it is the res- result. Yeah, uh, great. That's why I want to put it out because everyone wants to look at okay the larger conflicts and everything. Sometimes you find out that if that dispute gets resolved. a lot of things around it can get resolved but the dispute definitely right. has to be resolved right okay so this person has come in some shows we haven't got to know her yet i'm still trying to get to know her over the next i don't know how many minutes and hours will you, <laughs> you need but we're going to get to know her okay, okay so why why this in conversation with the beautiful mind why this series because someone told me I, when i was t- talking to him about mediation says look i've heard about mediation but i don't have a face to a mediator today i can put a face to a mediator because i've you've spoken to me you've told me you're a mediator so i said let's put out mediators of course not everyone people whom i think are wonderful people who has to, who have to be out there in the world people should know them because that's important how we promote mediation it has to be people that for me whom i feel should be out there so that's why this is in conversation with the beautiful mind the people with the mediator mindset 
So I keep saying that. Mediate a mindset is what is required. It's not that you have to go through a 40-hour factory or you need a certification. No, the people themselves give you that certification. They know if they can trust you, they will come to you. It is their certification that is required. No other third party needs to certify you. Parties are smart enough. Okay, so this is part of that series. Like I told you, in terms of the points that I put out on my website for, in, for Mediation Vision 2026. So because heart, soul, and spirituality is one of the topics, so there will be discussions on that. Similarly, there will be discussions on other issues. So Gabriela, I mean, interesting person. I don't know whether you've heard any of the conversations with her. So there is something called family constellations, systemic constellations. You will see this here. So this is uh, interesting. I won't tell you what it is about. You have to watch and hear some of her conversations. So she practices that in Brazil. The courts in Brazil are also using that family constellations. So on the 5th, it, is, it says it's going live, but it, I, I don't think we're going to put it out live. What she's saying is that we can use this systemic constellations even in terms of conflicts between countries. So the idea is we'll have mediators from Russia and Ukraine, and let's see how she goes about it. So that's going to happen on the 5th. So if you want to come for it, please come for it. Link is the same. Okay. Right? So Danny, of course, you okay. I mean, you have okay, you were not there. Okay. So this is part three. So Danny, of course, is a very interesting person. I I mean, in terms of his, his what he talks about, things are quite similar in terms of one is the models of mediation that people talk about, that aspect. He also doesn't believe in this whole concept of these models that you have to follow. Then other interesting, these conversations also been interesting. Please watch them. Why evolution of a mediator? Why this series, Rosanna? Evolution of mediator. Uh, why? What was the thought behind this series of mine? Okay, this is another question. You you're going to fail. <laughs> you're going to fail this paper for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad. I'm some bad student. <laughs> Yes, which means, look, I'm telling you, I put out so much content out there and everyone says, oh, you're doing so much work and all, but no one really ends up watching it. That's what I've understood. It's all for my own <laughs> interest that it goes out. Actually, actually, I'm, I'm watching and I'm reading, but uh, I, I really, because it, it, a lot of, uh, you, you have a lot of events and I even couldn't find the link uh, to connect you today because I had a lot of links before you invited me to other conversations. Th that's why. Uh, but, but just you, not, not because I'm not watching you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, the idea of evolution of a mediator was that mediators are not made in 40 hour factories. You will hear me saying this a number of times. What a person goes through, the person is brought up in a certain environment, has a certain thought process, and even children have a certain thought process. I mean, it that seed is there. That seed, then, of course evolves and as the person goes along their experiences of life whatever circumstances everything makes a person at that point what they are and for a mediator all those things are important so when i feel it is in some ways i mean putting down mediators if you say that you're going to make them in a 40-hour factory i just think it's not fair on mediators because there is so much more about them and when we people say that okay I mean, whatever certifications and accreditations, the point is that who is going to certify you? Who's going to gauge you? I mean, it's such a I mean, person-to-person -person interaction, which is going to be so unique. 
with 7 billion almost 8 billion people on this planet each person is unique their conflicts are unique get them getting together is unique the mediator coming in them coming in is unique how the person handles it they know they know how to handle it i mean if they can otherwise to even say that you have this fixed box and i will sell you this box and now you become a mediator i think is not fair on the process and the mediator so i said let's put it out and people can see that yes there is so much more that goes so this is of course in the symposium kiken is the keynote speaker obviously his session is on the 14th but sessions are going to start from the 6th these are going to be wednesdays and thursdays is what i've kept for them so that's the that symposium and then we have this discussion on creativity innovation and mediation because i celebrate international days so world creativity and innovation days on 21st april so we'll have a discussion in whatever a person feels creatively doing the process however else whatever creativity you can bring into the process talk about it let's see because there are i mean someone who's going to talk about maybe maybe she'll talk about poetry and mediation because she's already spoken about that in one of the lectures art and mediation or any other thing i mean it's the ideas you whatever comes to your mind so and if you think there is any creativity innovation in in terms of mediation that you want to discuss please join the session right okay so Thank this you. paper you have failed so and i will have to yeah so many interesting events yeah but last last month did you see what the situation last month was last month also there was i mean there some some series we don't have anything this month like talking books and mediator experiences that we don't have this month then obviously that women's day thing was quite good with all the yeah women's giving. day women's day was very interesting mm-hmm. so you know what's happening after that na after that what i started doing was that i've started uh, with the people who were there i'm going to have separate sessions with them so i've already done one with sera from australia and andrea from ireland now you'll have to you come for one session as part of elaborating on that what you discussed that day because that was very short i mean with 25 people people obviously there is no chance that you can you could have put across all your points so let us see what march did for us why am i talking about myself we have to talk about you but because those things got missed out so mediator experiences what is this series about rosana let's another test another test another <laughs> mediator experiences so what is what is the question what is <laughs> what is mediator experiences about what is this series about i guess about experience <laughs> what else <laughs> exactly so smart wow you know one could have guessed this one this was the tough one <laughs> so basically i'm learning i'm learning <laughs> so memorable experiences of mediators in the mediator mediation world so feinstein jams international fellows are being covered right now and of course it'll be opened out to people talking about other people but i thought let's do these for some time because there are lots of them so that this of course gabrielas this is that women's thing it was interesting but a lot of view points then this was that global problem solving which is also a topic as part of that online mediation also you must watch his thing because he's done a lot of work in relation to online mediation in oh, latin right. america and i mean a kind of a visionary in terms of online mediation so of course he looks at a larger 
ODR, but for me, I said only I am only limited to talking about mediation. So this was interesting. Then mm -hmm. Socrates and mediation. Did you watch this? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I watch this. Interesting discussion. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So this is philosophy is one topic that I put out there. So this was really interesting. Not that all my shows are not interesting. All of them are interesting. Okay. <laughs> this was. Yes. Yeah, very interesting. I, I confirm. I can. I confirm that all of your conversations are really interesting, and uh, people who are watching us, please go to all these links and watch it because it's really interesting. And I will watch this very one. I'm okay. interested in philosophy. Yeah. How will you find the link? Where will you find the recording? In your Another YouTube. Test. Yeah, oh yes. In your YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> channel. But channel. you will also find the index, kind of an index. I'll show you on my website, so you can actually click the link from there also. I'll just show you. I'll show you that. That's what I'm saying. I do a lot of work for you people to make your life easier. So she was from Kyrgyzstan, and this is what I was saying. So, the, so women in mediation have individual discussions on that. So you'll have to give me time for that. But let's see, maybe April, we'll keep it for the symposium and we'll do it after that. Let's see, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then this was also interesting, Mahatma Gandhi and mediation. Interesting discussion. But only thing is that these topics, of course, you need more time. This was about, it went on for about three hours. So it, up till about two hours, everyone was talking about, of course, what Mahatma Gandhi stood for and everything. And then after that, I asked them, was he a mediator? And then that is, according to me, that's when the discussion starts. So there were different viewpoints on that. You can also watch this interesting discussion. And then women in mediation, Andrea was there. There in that. Of course, Bernie Mayer, evolution. This I did. I actually recorded a session with a user. So he had a very good user experience. I was a mediator in a matter that... He was the, he's a general counsel now. He's moved to this landmark group, which is quite a big uh, group, which has a lot of retail and everything. So let's, I said, let's put out these experiences because when a user talks about it, that's where, where when the validation comes. So that yes. I today only put out the post with the recording. So you can watch the recording if you want. This is that talking books, which of course you've come for one of the episodes with Ken, but this was also what she's doing in terms of this book of hers, Mediators Toolkit. Interesting. And then last day, celebrating mediators. Birthdays of mediators in that month. Mm -hmm. So I said those were the missed out on that April thing. So I must show you those other episodes. So many events. How do you handle it? How I enjoy do you it. manage I just love it? it. I just you love have it. so I, many people. I know. I just, I'm you, I enjoy it so much. It just doesn't, you just, it all happens. It just, we just put it together. The only thing I'll tell you, the only sad part is that no one shares the posts. I, I want people, because the idea is that let's, I like, if you're having like, this conversation, is, is because Rosanna should be out there, because for me, she represents what re mediator should be. So if other people share it, it reaches out to a larger population. It's good for mediation. So I think that way, that is what something is, is missing. I don't know why it doesn't happen. So that is how I feel one, one thing that I feel can be, can be changed if people want it to change. It takes one click. That's all it takes. The other thing is that there are ways to find out. I just want people to make life easier for me. Just like on LinkedIn, I put out posts. Just I'll say one, I put one March post or everything in March. 
you can refer to it like an index kind of thing and you know okay this is happening in march and watch the live recording or on youtube whatever so you know, on linkedin now you have a bell icon in, in next to the profile so if you click there then the post that the person puts out you'll get a notification so that is what mm-hmm. i'm going to ask everyone but please click that bell icon in front of the profile in the on the profile on linkedin and also of course on youtube so that, that i think maybe will my make life a little easier for me that's all i can say <laughs> i receive uh, i receive your notifications because i am subscribed on your youtube channel and i receive your notifications yes yeah so similarly that that will happen on linkedin also if you click that bell icon on the profile mm-hmm. okay so that's a similar you thing do, you do you doing great job Really, maybe just uh, you know. I'm also thinking about it all, all the time because I'm working in mediation from to uh, 2016, and you know, still not popular here in in our country. Uh, this year it was 11 years of mediation law, and uh, the biggest part of our people hardly know mediation, even the word itself. Yes, they just started. Uh, not not to mixing up mediation and meditation yes <laughs> so uh, it's it's already progress for us it's yeah. it's good <laughs> they just don't mix up us well, this is an issue everywhere i'm telling you look i have for me for my side i put it down to certain reasons one is that you are promoting it as some rocket science it is something which is a process which people are familiar with connect them to that don't try to put it as some technical thing out there. So what that mm-hmm. symposium last year, the topic was mediation in our culture and traditions. I'll, I'll, let me show you what the theme was, because this is the idea was to bring out something which I feel will connect people to that. So this way, what I will do is also, I'll also take you through my website. So maybe you will mm-hmm. now find out how to look for things. So of course you know mediatorvikram.com so you all the everything is there if you so address is there rosana now you can't say i don't have the address, <laughs> address <is also. laughs> okay good good so okay so schedule of activities you'll find the link to the post so in this case okay you can read it you'll read that but in this case under the monthly entertainment if you click the link so the linkedin post will show you what is happening in march this was up till march april i have to still put out the post you do understand that yes, it, I I mean a little too much work I have, so sometimes it doesn't get updated the way it should. So this is that mediation vision 2026. So under this you will find look one series is mediation visionaries. So these will be people who will who I feel should give us their vision because they have that much experience. So Ken has given the two parts of his. Then Mr. Shrimam Panchu is from India, very senior mediator here. He's like the pioneer of the court annexed mediation here. So he started the first center, which of course I do tell him, I don't think that was the best idea, but okay. So these are the topics for discussion. So this culture and traditions has already been discussed as part of my symposium number one. So that's a separate section. I'll take you there. So then you can, so decolonization, we have to start some discussions of this. So I'll also show you some events which are coming up. So mediator mindset in terms of identifying those with the mediator mindset. So when you said it's not popular, the way the route that I'm trying to take is that let's put out people when I'm, I've divided people into mediators and peacemakers. So those with the mediator mindset, obviously are the mediators. And then we also need peacemakers 
who will go out and talk about mediation and also identify those with the mediator mindset and then bring disputing parties together then we get the whole mediation process going so we need those people also so it's just having a mediator also won't help because who's going to talk to people about mediation so connecting both the aspects has to happen and the people with the mediator mindset i mean you have to ask in families in communities someone has to ask people and then identify those people so i felt that school teachers i felt a good people to do that i i'm trying to create that kind of a network where they can go out and ask the communities and even in schools with, between the children ask them tell them about mediation and then leave it leave it to the kids there don't you don't get into it so okay then heart soul and spirituality so you'll find the links to the whatever's happened under heart soul and spirituality so you can click on the youtube link here so mahatma gandhi and so philosophy socrates you can click here and you can get there so same thing with diversity that women's day and women in mediation all that you can click here so mediators collective peacemakers collective we'll talk about that culture of mediation culture of peace then with the children what all we need to do with the family communities village mediators community mediators this one is something like i said open for discussion is it a way of life or is it a profession so we need to discuss that we'll have discussions on this then legislation part of it which under this also the singapore convention will also be discussed so so legislation aspect of what is the kind of legislation required how much do you want to regulate it should it be regulated what are the pros and cons then creativity innovation we're going to have that social problem solving and global problem solving very important because the larger role of mediators definitely needs to be discussed so i told you about that global problem solving what we discussed with ken in the background of the ukraine russia conflict so you can have a look at that also then digital in terms of of course online mediation but also how we can use social media to reach out to people how do we promote it through social media in other ways is rosana going to have a we won't be out on television talking about it how is she going to reach out there to people so we have to figure out ways to do that and why science and technology let's look at artificial intelligence and machine learning one of them i mean i'm just putting it i haven't put it here because i don't want to limit anyone's thought on this but let's see can artificial intelligence and machine learning be used in relation to mediation what what all is happening in the world what all can happen okay so then the events symposium number 2 in april 18th may we have a conference and i i've called 18th may international mediators day to coincide with ken cloak's birthday so this is my international mediators day world takes it or not it's up to them for me this is international mediators day and 19th july is international peacemakers day so we'll have a conference there so this one on in august there is a international day of the world's indigenous people so on that day we'll have a symposium on mediation in our culture and traditions with a focus on indigenous people and their methods of resolving disputes so let us look at how it was mediation a part of their it was in some ways but certain places was it really mediation and also we'll have those discussions then of course on decolonization and mediation international day of democracy is on 15 september then world children's day we'll have a international young peacemakers conference so that's how it is then i said projects if anyone has a project in relation to making this mediation vision 2026 a reality send me information connect with me let's bring in people who want to support your project 
so it could be monetary or non monetary support whatever people want to so people who want to provide support also connect people who have projects also connect let's put everyone together and let's see there must be interesting things that people want to do in every corner of the world so let's put that out and of course support of course like i told you support the projects but don't make me the middleman please directly support people's project and of course if you want to support me then you know, there is a support me section you can always send me a gift then you have celebrating <laughs> i will <laughs> i'm waiting i'm waiting i've got now you don't have any excuse if i have all the information so then ce- celebrating can cloak all the episode, everything that can cloak has come on then the youtube channel will tell you what all is what all is in terms of various things that happen so what what are the series so if you click on this you'll take you'll go to the playlist of that so this playlist will go to the evolution of a mediator playlist you'll see all the episodes there so all these various shows so you can find the you can click here and go to the playlist and watch them there but if you want the index symposium number 1 has a separate section i'll show you that so then so here you'll find all the episodes of with whom they were of evolution of a mediator so you can click the link directly for that also and then we have in conversation with a beautiful mind so like this one with you this is the date now the youtube link will come in here oh. after we finish mm-hmm. so similarly with all the people you can actually click from here and you can it's so go. structured Oof. it's great work great yes work. so talking books you can go to any of these books and click the link and then you can watch and it where uh, where can we buy books uh, is uh, it's on the same site here look if you want to buy ken's books yes so you, you get a 25% discount if you use the code vikram you just click here okay ah uh-huh click, good click here and you can buy those books michael lang's books book you can buy here click here and you get a 30% discount you use this mm-hmm. code mm-hmm. i try to make everything easy for you rosana but you still have to go to the website to check you <laughs> <laughs> i'm you know i'm so busy with my master program it's mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy <laughs> i wasn't ready you know uh, i just started learning uh, to, and then i understood that it's crazy <laughs> no, it's good. I'm, I'm, okay. it takes time definitely but it'll all be worth it i'm sure at some point so this is the spirituality you think mediation mediator mediation so spirituality what's the first one it was interesting to hear those answers as what people thought was mediation what was spirituality so that was important then of course the symposium why well, i wanted to show you the theme behind the symposium so that that's important mm-hmm. so this was a for 97 speakers from i think how many countries i think 40 45 45 maybe i don't know 44 or something so rafael in mexico he called it the woodstock of mediation and i love that name so now it's i call it i put out posters also with that so this is where the theme is look mediation has been defined and right now we have a definition which is global you know, like let's see we can say it's globally accepted i mean if 53 countries have signed the convention they might not have ratified it but at least in principle they have accepted the definition so it's a very broad definition so because otherwise people keep talking about mediation as okay it's only if it is facilitative it is mediation if it's evaluative is not mediation they have people like that also but at least the definition says whatever however you do the process whatever you call it all you have to see that the parties are attempting to reach an amicable settlement with the assistance of a third person 
who lacks the authority to impose a solution upon the parties that's it nothing more than that and that is mediation so this is where i said mediation as defined in the convention has been part of a culture and traditions so so this was important people around the world may not be familiar with the word mediation but they are familiar with the process as it has been used for time immemorial so collaborative approach to dispute resolution has been used by families and communities including indigenous and business communities because you you found that as part of the symposium people coming out from various parts of the world so this is what i want people to connect with mm-hmm. so how do we do that is because if we reach out and already people who are doing it identify them have conversations with them maybe a little clip is recorded as to the users them giving their experience with the person how the person went about it so if the if it spreads from the grassroots like that then and with the right people with the mediator mindset then the user experience is guaranteed so the whole thing takes off because the the other approach that has been attempted that let's make it compulsory in the court system push push people towards mediation if you push the people towards anything there is a res- there will be a resistance then they don't value it because it comes for almost free for them so so i felt that this is what my focus now is so now to reach out into communities i feel the teachers this is what i'm looking at for right now school teachers let's get that going but rosana you have to be part of that you have to within kazakhstan have that network of teachers whom you are talking to and they talk to communities and you are available when they fix up a meeting okay rosana please i've in my community i fixed up this meeting please come and tell them about mediation so people get to know about you also so there are disputes that those people in the communities might not be able to handle they might not mind my may may not but then rosana is there so they know okay rosana is a professional she practices as a professionally as a mediator let's go to her so it works for you also so it's not that you are just doing some service to the community you're also putting the word out that you are there and you are supporting the community also and if you help people resolve a dispute even one dispute they will talk about it that okay she's done doing this in our community she's promoting mediation and so and so actually benefited from it they had this dispute which was going on for so long they were able to amicably resolve it and the relationship has also become better so watch this clip the one that i put out today with this general counsel that mediation he talks about how with the other side his relationship pressure has become really nice and this was a litigation for 14 year litigation can you imagine so what kind of a relationship that would be and today what the relationship is so this is what will help for you also it help everyone it helps mediation helps the mediator so which is what i'm trying to do and i initially only have this was what maybe i think one or two two months two years back i was saying this that my 1000 reach 1000 so i'm saying if i can identify 1000 people around the world who have that mediator mindset according to me and then they because i know they will reach out to the right people so they reach out to people with the mediator mindset so if 1000 reach out to 1000 we have a million people with a mediator mindset out there that's when the whole thing that whole dispute resolution revolution that's how it <laughs> takes off <laughs> and same thing with the peacemakers same thing we find i'm saying let's identify teachers you can look we can discuss this if you think there's a better way we can discuss that but i feel that these people are respected in the communities plus they also have time after their school they do have some time and because they're connected and with the families and everything so they'll be able to ask them and what is the question that they have to ask that do you know anyone 
who helps people resolve their disputes or is there someone that you know whom you would go to if you have a dispute within the family within the community that's all that's a, such a basic question and the names will start coming to you and then you will meet those people and then you will see okay this person should be part of your network and that's how we'll grow but rosana you have to someone has to start you have to start no one is doing it at the next we, stage we have already started it we, we this is what Good. we do uh, we we go to school you know i'm crazy about mediation i speak about mediation everywhere with everyone <laughs> you know i i go i go to hospital for instance just to check something and i speak to doctor and i tell him about mediation <laughs> and i speak about mediation everywhere so um, and i like to speak about mediation at schools and at the universities because i believe that uh, young people they they you know they are those people who will change the world and if they know about mediation today they will grow up with the ideas of mediation and they will they will have uh, in the future this mediator mindset yes that's why i prefer to work with uh, students and pupils also but i speak about mediation everywhere yeah. but when you, but look but when you said that these children will have a mediator mindset i am telling you if you ask them you will find out that those children with the I, mediator mindset yeah. are there and they're I, already helping people they're already helping their friends they're, they act, people the children know whom to go to it's very mm-hmm. clear it's all very clear and that mindset like i told you is something which is a natural ability and it will only grow as they go along as they grow older that whole seed will grow and will grow bigger and their experiences will take them further up but those people are already identified by the user and the user in this case are the children in the communities the user is the person who has that dispute in the community same thing with the families they have they can identify those people they already know those people but no one has ever told them that you should bring them out value them and then other people should also use them in a family the, okay the family those people in the larger family will maybe go to that person which was also changing now people are not going to those people that's also changing all over the world that's changing but they know whom to go to but then what about other people they might be in a, a certain family they might not be such a person so why not connect this person to those people so which is what we have to bring out because i'm telling you when i earlier i thought there'd be there'd be huge numbers but i still feel we don't we don't really need huge numbers we just need people who can give a good user experience and once someone actually goes through a mediation their whole mindset changes towards okay dispute resolution and the larger conflict resolution so that changes itself so so we have to give them the user see sorry who's that your son <laughs> husband, husband. So call him also he can't be my... part of this <laughs> i i i you know i call him my oldest son <laughs> my oldest one <laughs> so bring him in we can also we can also have a conversation with him also <laughs> no i make him wait, uh, go, go away <laughs> so he, he must be concerned also he must be asking you how you are feeling because obviously if you, you know feeling my well. husband is wearing a t-shirt with a mediation word word <laughs> and wow. it's so it's yeah it's it's a fun uh, i have a friend from united states his name is frank laney maybe you know him he's also a great mediator and he's my teacher uh, and when i uh, met him in belarus he gave me this t-shirt 
but it's a big size for me. And my husband is wearing it at home and it's it's a fun you know when when he's wearing it said mediation and mediation everywhere 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 <laughs> that shows us your passion for mediation that shows us that even even my, you know even my children uh, it, it's it's a funny story uh, i told you that one of them is eight years old and another one is four and uh, when they arguing uh i i always came to them and say okay guys slow down, shut up. <laughs> and, they, and, you know, they just like, what, what happened? They making those round eyes. And I say, okay, you start first. Tell me what happened. And then you, you second, tell me what happened. And once uh, my eldest son told me, he, he was like this, he just stopped, surprised, and then said, Ah, oh, yes, yes, you're a mediator. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> you know, they, they know our our mediation techniques. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I'm saying. They actually know everything. And if you will find out from them, first of all, one is either they themselves have the mediator mindset or they know children in their school or in their community who have the mediator mindset. Can you do that? Can you ask them if, who, are, who are those children that have that mindset and are actually helping people. Let's start from there. I think that's the way we'll start from. Your sons will tell us and then we'll bring those children in and we'll talk to them or you will talk to them. And then, <laughs> oh, and yeah. of course, so that when I said that Young Peacemakers Conference that I want to do in November, that we need these children out there to be talking about their own experiences and other children talking about their experiences. I think that's the way the whole concept can only be promoted if the users are talking about it. So that's how the thing will go. Right. So, so, but I was, okay, for now, I'm still not going to give up on the website thing because I want to take you through things so that uh, beyond that, you, you will find the links. So you find all the links to, to all the sessions mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. links to the people who were in the session. So these are basically LinkedIn and Facebook. You can click there. Okay, so this is like, okay, so they're 97. So I will take you down to the 97th. I don't want to show you all of them. So you, okay, so this is it. Then the mediated experiences, you will find the link here. Mediation, some lectures about mediation that I did, which are now I'm going to structure it into a program, a kind of a skill development program, because I don't like to use the word training because I've, I'm saying that the people with the mediator mindset already have the skill. We just have to, have to develop it. So I'll structure a program and I'll put it out because for me, everything should go out on YouTube and everyone should be able to access it because we have as a person like Ken Cloak, everyone should benefit from what he says. It should not be limited to what 20, 30 people in a Zoom session benefiting from it. So this is about mediation and then something on the Singapore Convention and of course support and join me. And here I was wanting to show you about the children when you said, when Mahavat Mahatma Gandhi said, here, if we are going to bring about peace in the world, we have to begin with the children. Right. So this is what we have to do. Totally agree. So that's my job done, Rosanna. Now you can, after this, not have, you don't have any excuse that I don't know what's happening. Where do I find the link? <laughs> what was that show? Everything is available to you. <laughs> So I'm going to pass an exam <laughs> one more time. <laughs> but but at least start. Look, like I told you, what happened in March 
because look i mean what's happened in the last one year and more than that of course i can understand with your time okay maybe even when you're traveling or something you can put it in your ear and if you're so passionate about mediation you'll enjoy it so maybe you can do that also but with march you can start with that the women's day obviously you were there so now you that's not an issue but then the gandhi mahatma gandhi and mediation socrates and mediation just listen to it the only thing is my programs are long that is something which i can i don't want to control because discuss, <laughs> discussion is happening it's happening like all conversation is happening it's happening to put it down to time is won't be fair neither do you just are very talkative exactly yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but again i i have to check with you are you feeling all right at any point of time whenever you're not feeling all right just tell me i'm okay but i have maybe 10 15 minutes yes oh yeah okay so now i've spoken about all the work that i am doing now you're going to tell me all the work that you are doing other than mediation other than mediation or not connected to mediation <laughs> so uh, if not speaking about mediation i just can speak about my uh, study <laughs> no nothing connected my, to that what my, about my study process what about sports or something like that any sp- sports that you participating in um yes i i i used to do sports before i study uh, before i started to study <laughs> i used to dance before i started to study you know i did a lot of things before i started to study <laughs> but studying taking all my time uh, and uh, i i danced kizomba do you know what is kizomba kizomba no zumba kizomba. i heard but no i haven't heard <laughs> uh, this is a uh, uh, you know naturally it came from africa but now they dance it everywhere um, and i i love it and i really want to to continue dancing but i hope that um, i will try to continue it in summer time because my study will um, uh, will finish in may and then we're going to have vacation three months of vacation so i will continue to dance and go to sports <laughs> But this, but this is different from Zumba. What, what is it called? Kuzamba. Different. Yes, it's different. Uh, it, you know, it's close to salsa and bachata. Mm-hmm. Okay. You what, you dance it in pairs. Mm-hmm. But what is it called? What is it? Kuzamba. What is it? Kizomba. K i z o m b a. Kuzamba. Kuzamba dance. Let's see what it's all about. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I don't. I don't want to scare you because there are different ways of dancing it and different styles of dancing it. So <laughs> you may you may find something <laughs> that you'll be surprised on. <laughs> I think I'm a little surprised. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Don't don't show it on screen. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so I understand. There are lots of ways that the dance is done. So okay, so I understand. Perfect. Yes, there are different styles of dancing it, and uh, I'm dancing it like class- classical. <laughs> But <laughs> good, you clarified. Good, you clarified. Okay. <laughs> no, I think these are dance is a very, I think, a very good exercise. It's a very good exercise if you can. I mean, it's something which really, as cardio, definitely is damn good. And actually, with the positions and everything, I think it's good for the body overall. You know, for me, it's uh, the way of uh, having a rest. I'm I'm resting, and I don't think about anything when I'm dance. 
because I have so many things in my head. And when I dance, I just don't think about anything. That's, well, that's why I like dancing. Well, that's the important thing about sports also, or maybe dancing yeah. or whatever. That At that point of time, that's the only thing on your mind. So you've cut off from everything else because you there is no right. other way. You can't have some, if there's a ball coming to you in tennis or like I play golf, there's a ball in front of me. You can't think of anything else. You have to think of that ball at that point of time. So I think that's, that way is good. It cuts you off from... It, it, and it cheers up, you know. It, it cheers you up. Yeah. yeah. Good. Of course, get the hormones moving and everything. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I think that way, that should continue. But that you should not give up. I mean, in the sense, studying is okay. But I think whatever, it might be half an hour with your kids. Maybe you can get your kids to do, do the dancing with you. <laughs> they dance with me at home <laughs> crazy you know crazy dances <laughs> with with children <laughs> but what about them are they are they playing any sports uh the the eldest son he goes uh, to gymnastics mm-hmm. and the youngest son he goes to karate okay but the, he's he's young He's too young for something, you know, serious. And he do karate, but it's like for children. And uh, the, the eldest, he also went to play guitar. Um, he, he plays guitar. Uh, they do a lot of things at school. So they, they're also busy. They, uh, he, he's, uh, he's at school from nine in the morning till six in the evening. So that's the long. whole day. That's long. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. I mean, in the sense that means that they're actually going to have their lunch there and maybe what they'll sleep there also. And no, then... they don't. They don't sleep, but they go to work, uh, walk outside, uh, and they eat. Yes, this is private school. They do their homework at school. They do everything at school. So when he come, when he comes home. He just resting, watching TV, talking to us. That's it. We, we don't do uh, homework at home. That's very good. So it's not homework. <laughs> so there is no homework. Yes. Uh, and this is good for me. Because exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's why he goes to private school, because it's so difficult to do uh, homework, home tasks at, at home. <laughs> But there must be, I don't know, okay, maybe because they're also with the kids and everything, they don't get so tired. But otherwise, spending that many hours in school could get tiring. Could get tiring. I don't know. He Other likes time. it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm asking it. I'm asking him. And I ask you, if you're okay with it, do you like it? And and he he loves it. And that's good. I think that's a, I think that's an ideal situation because then at least that pressure on getting them to do homework and all that is gone. So at least you have quality time with them talking about other things. Well, otherwise, I, I mean, otherwise kids are always told to do their homework and obviously they don't want to do it because the atmosphere changes. It's like whatever, in terms of whatever, you know, the online world and online working that's happening, that you're sitting in the at the house doing work, the atmosphere is so different. Same thing for them. If sitting at home and doing their homework, the atmosphere is different. So when they're in school, at least completely that, different. That, that connects. I think that, that's a good thing. I, I just don't want to spoil re, re, my relationship with him. No. <laughs> if, if I start doing uh, homework with him, <laughs> we definitely will spoil the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about all these? What about winter sports? 
on your skiing and all that does that happen uh we yes we go skiing uh but it's it's already warm uh but in winter time um on weekends we went to ski yeah mm -hmm. so they i mean they've picked up they picked up the kids have picked up skiing what they is big? They, they've been able to they've, they've started skiing that's what you're saying even the younger one does that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. What about other things like ice skating and all that? Does that also happen? Oh, sorry. Uh, we do ice skating, not not skiing. Sorry, oh. <laughs> I mixed up. Yes, we do ice skiing, and he the the, the eldest he is good in ice skiing, and uh, I I'm not so good, but I try to do it with him just to to make a company for him and my husband also. Uh, so we do ice skiing. Yeah. But what about all that dancing while doing ice skating? All those things that you see, the figure skating and all that you see. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That's amazing. Right? That's, amazing. that's amazing. I love it. Yes. But um, I'm so far from it. <laughs> uh, I'm not very good at ice skating, but I love it. And I, and I love watching uh, the Olympic, Olympic Games when they yeah. do it. Yes. It's amazing. I mean, just to see them, the right. way they move. Of course, obviously, they've practiced since they were kids, and they're like, for them, it's like walking on ice. It's for them, it's as good as that. But just to see that, the whole flow, everything, I, I, I love the concept. Yeah. This looks mm -hmm. nice. It looks really nice. They have, uh, especially in Russia, they have so many shows uh, with uh, ice skating, and they came here. Uh, to Astana and we went to watch it. That, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. But what about traveling? Uh, <laughs> traveling. That's, uh, you know, uh, you, you know about my last um, experience of traveling. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was sad. That was really sad. That was really sad. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, this is a sad story. We, we haven't been traveling for for a long time, I mean, with my husband, we we never went uh, to travel abroad with children. That was the first uh, time so, that so we people wanted. who are listening to it, please tell them about the sad story that uh, you went through. Yeah, <laughs> sad story. Yes, yeah, so we were planning to go to uh, United Arab Emirates, and uh, first we uh, we supposed to go to to Emirates in January. And our flight was planned on 6th of January. And uh, at this very day happened, uh, what happened here in Kazakhstan? Yes, this um, fight uh, around the country, kind of uh, the kind of revolution. Yes, and uh, our airports were blocked and our flights were canceled. And we decided to postpone uh, our our flight to uh, to March, because in March we have a lot of uh, vacations, and because of no risk holiday, and we were wait, waiting for several months to go to Emirates one more time. <laughs> so we we went to airport, and uh, we we've been waiting in airport several hours. Because uh, nobody um, uh, nobody told us that flight was postponed once again for several hours, so we were waiting, and then we went to to check in. Uh, the lady 
uh, who was checking the documents told us that our PCR test uh, was, um, yeah, how, how to say it, uh, expired. Yes, expired. It was expired. <laughs> uh, can you imagine what we felt? There was the, I, I know um, how many times we tried to go to this Emirates, maybe six or. <laughs> so, Someone somewhere is telling you, Rosanna, stay in Kazakhstan. Don't go to the Emirates. <laughs> yes, don't just don't go. Don't go to travel anywhere. So there was a uh, maybe six or seven uh, attempt to go to uh, to go abroad with children. So we decided that somebody uh, predicting us maybe. Uh, yes, we, we lost a, a lot of money, uh, but we decided, um, you know, it was like let's pay with money, maybe for something bad that uh, could happen with us. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, everything happens for the best. Like we, I, I sent that message to you. Yes. And you said Here also we say the same thing. The, the same, the same words. But yeah. I'm just looking at it. You can go by road through Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan. Can you drive through Iran? Are you allowed to drive through? Is there any problem there? Driving through Iran? Uh, Iran, I don't know if we have to have visa, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but do they? There's not a problem, is it? Mm-hmm. But uh, I was... Uh, uh, in uh, Georgia this summer, mm-hmm. but without my family, with uh, I went to Georgia with my mother uh, last summer, and I loved it. It was very beautiful. Well, there's a mediator from. She's actually now living in Cyprus, but she's from Georgia, so she actually has a travel agency also. It's called Geo Travel or something like that. So she actually is promoting travel to Georgia, and she of course she also says it's very beautiful. And she's, of course, she was born there. She's grown up there. So for her, definitely, it is, I mean, when you grow up in a place, definitely it's beautiful for you. But she says, I've seen photographs also. Really nice. Very beautiful places. Yeah. And I even didn't didn't think that Georgia is like this. You know, sometimes when we were in mountains, I even wanted to cry. It was it was very beautiful. You have to go to Georgia. Definitely. <laughs> I, and this lady, this lady uh, has to pay me uh, for making an advertisement of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> look, I think she. Look, I think she wants to do some kind of a conference in Georgia. I think she was wanting to do something for mediators there. So yes, you can definitely go for that conference. I though can't decide. For me, I think I've become so used to the online world. I just feel this is yeah. the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I believe that it's true because India is also very beautiful. There are so many places. I have never been to India, but I wish to go there. Um, I just did, didn't go because my children are, you know, still young. For, and the flight is uh, so long. I was in Thailand and I know that places uh, can be like 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 Thailand, China, and uh, they they have some uh, like places. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, look, it is very diverse because India has every kind of terrain that you would want. I mean, you have cold deserts, you have hot deserts, you have the beaches, and you have high mountains. The Himalayas, right. Himalayas are really high. in Europe. The mountains are not very high. I mean, here the mountains that we have are really high. 
So yeah. I mean, talking about what? I think what uh, about eight thousand meters? Eight thousand meters. I think that uh, the highest mountain in Europe is about I think six thousand something meters. So we have that part there. Of course, you have like I said, beaches and everything. So it is a place where there is a lot to see, but in a, I don't think a lifetime is enough. A lifetime is not enough. It's too too huge, too huge. I, I mean, I sometimes do feel that we should just get out and just drive around and see a lot of it, but then you never ever get to do it because the journeys are really long. I mean, I think from my from Delhi to the tip of how far is? Let me see the tip of India. I mean the southern tip. I'm not on the northernmost point of India. Okay, so let's just see what the from here to the north from the here to the southernmost point is how much. Let's see. That should be interesting. I also never seen the in terms of uh-huh. kilometers. And, but do you travel a lot? Yeah, I used I mean, to. I mean, in now. India, around India. Yeah, I've done my traveling. I think I've done my traveling. I, I know that I can't see everything. I know that. So I become. I think I become. I've created this bubble for myself. <laughs> and for me, when morning golf, do my work after that, and now promote mediation in the evenings. It's become like this is life. This is it. <laughs> no, I was I was telling my wife. I think yesterday. Ide- ideal way of living. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think just get fixed in that because look, I enjoy each of those things that I do. So for me, it's ideal that I'm not spending time just on the road or anything, wasting it in a way, and I'm actually getting optimum time to do what I love doing. Of course, I do have to travel to the golf course from here. It's about twenty minutes, so that's the travel on the road. I'll have that twenty minutes going, twenty minutes coming back. So for those forty minutes, yes, I am on the road, but I do utilize that time, so that's not such an issue. But I'm saying the southernmost point in India is two thousand eight hundred kilometers from my place. Two thousand eight hundred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And let's no. see from and what what is from Nur Sultan to. What is the southern furthest place from your house? The furthest furthest point in Kazakhstan is what? Which uh, place? I'm thinking about it. Um, maybe maybe Almaty. It's about two uh, thousand kilometers. Almaty, Almaty. from North Sultan. Uh, from North Sultan, uh, it's twelve hundred. One thousand two hundred. It's only one thousand two hundred. One thousand. Ah, one one hundred two thousand. No, one thousand two hundred. One thousand two hundred. So it's almost more than double from my the southernmost point in India is more than double. But but Nur Sultan is it is not the north. What is the northernmost point in uh, Kazakhstan? What would northern, be the northern? Um, uh, maybe Ust. Uh, no, no, it's uh, western. Northern is Kustanai. Maybe Kustanai. Uh, the Kustana is the place of my birth. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not uh, too far. Five five uh, hours by car from North Sultan. So how do you spell it? How do you spell Ust- it? Uh, K. K. Uh, K. Yes. Uh, o S T A N A Y. I'm not sure. Sometimes they put uh, U uh, instead of O. Okay, Kustanai. so from from Kustanai to Almaty is total to about two thousand kilometers, and this is because the road takes a curved kind of thing. So it doesn't go straight. It doesn't go straight. Yeah. So the the distance straight must be much less. 
2000, you told 2000, me. 2000, yeah. 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 So it's quite big. I mean, that, that even, will... even less than, than, than yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, India is bigger, but that. But in terms of the terrain, I mean, is it largely what? Is it a cold desert kind of terrain? What What is it like? Let me see some uh, photographs. Let's see what Almaty looks like. Let's see. Almaty. I think that Almaty is the, um, the the most beautiful part um, mm -hmm. of Kazakhstan because uh, it has mountains. Oh wow! Yeah, it's very yeah, beautiful. It's yeah. very beautiful. Let's yeah, it's let's beautiful. put it out there. Let's put it. And out this there. is a border with China, mm -hmm. and they have Tianshan mountains there. Mm, nice. I like the backdrop of the mountains. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's beautiful. Have you been to the big Almaty Lake? Uh, no, I wish to go. This is what I wanted to tell you about. This is amazing. Yeah. Look at this. Beautiful, beautiful. But now I will show you a lake in India, I, let me, <laughs> which is, I would think, of course, uh, kind of the same. Let's see. Let me see if I can uh -huh. find that lake. Um, what is that? What is the name? Pangong. I think, let me see. Pangong. How do you pronounce? Spell it. Let me also see. Pangong Lake. Let's see now. Okay, so now you see this also. So you will so you will get to know that yes, terrain wise, we have everything here. See that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's beautiful. Wow. So, Pan, Pangong, huh? Pangong Lake. Yeah. Pangong. This is also again with the border with China. <laughs> China. <laughs> yeah, on so the other side is China. beautiful <laughs> with border of China. <laughs> uh, so actually, the other side that you would see is China. So this is how it is. One part goes there, one part's here. But it's very beautiful. I I also haven't seen this. Mm -hmm. This is an area called Ladakh. Mountains are so interesting. Yeah, they like like, um, like yeah. dessert, you know? Yeah. Look, this is, of course, like the cold desert that we have, Ladakh. Which I think would be the kind of terrain you have in your in Kazakhstan. It would be similar. Then of course you have the of course the hot desert is is totally with sand. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen those. Have you seen those deserts? I'm sure you've seen hot deserts. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Have you not? Uh, I've seen, but I've never been there. Yeah, so that's. I mean, you were going. You were going to the Emirates, so you were going to go. <laughs> to, to see those so that's what it is i mean that... uh, i'm not sure if i ever go in to see <laughs> so now it's going to be india you'll have to see it in india only so you'll have to come here and see all that here you won't see, you'll see the panglong lake and you'll see the desert the emirates I, and I all, everything is out. yes i understood that it's better to go to india and to see everything there everything and exactly not, and not to go anywhere else <laughs> exactly everything we have everything here wow <laughs> so it's in india i i've never thought that in india there there is a such shared dessert it's exactly called. exactly that's what i'm trying to tell you that we have everything really? we have real we, dessert so now let me show you some other parts of india whenever you want to 
leave, just tell me because look, I, I like you were saying you were promoting Georgia. <laughs> I'm promoting India. <laughs> <laughs> look, it is the country has everything. Then, why not? Why not? Put does it any out? does anybody pay you interest for <laughs> this endorsement? <laughs> no one pays me for anything I do. I do everything for free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> so let me show you some nice beaches in Goa. Which beach should I show you? Because Goa is a state, okay? It's a state, so it's a big, big area. So there are lots of beaches. So let me show you one beach. Let me show you one beach, and then we'll show. I can maybe show you others also to give you an idea what those beaches look like. So this is a wee beach called Vagator. Goa, uh huh. Goa. Sure. Uh, Goa is the place where all, all uh, our People go to, to travel. Yeah. Uh, to, a lot of tourists go to Goa. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of people from Russia used to come there. Right. But, yeah. but what happened was that because the currency fluctuation happened, so definitely it became more expensive for them. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, that whole, everything cost went out, became double for them because the because of the currency fluctuation. Right. Okay. So this this is Goa. Of course, there'll be lots. There's lots of beaches. I mean, this is just one of them. So it's it's a huge state. So, mm-hmm. what is the other terrain that you have? I mean, you have deserts, you have beaches, whatever. Hills, of course, are hills. I mean, that's, those are also beautiful. There's one particular part of India that I really like, which all the Nilgiris. Those are the hills there. So I think from from mediation, they should also we we'll also going to get into travel and have some. I did one actually something called mediator lifestyle. I, this this person whom I'm saying she's in Cyprus and she's from Georgia, so I had her on that show. So she was going to take us to a beach in Paphos in Cyprus, but that did not happen. So then she actually from her house she did that episode. So that I'd was... love to I'd love to go to Cyprus. This is the place that we were talking about uh, with uh, with our with my husband uh, when we decided that Emirates not for us, <laughs> so we we don't want to try anymore. So uh, the the other place that we were speaking about was Cyprus. I I'd like to go there also. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean mm-hmm. so this is this is which part? This is beautiful. Uh, this is a place called Baravoya, uh, and we call it uh, Kazakhstan, Switzerland. Uh, it's near to Nur Sultan, near to my place. It's about uh, 200 kilometers, just two hours by car from the place where I live. Very nice. Beautiful place. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, this is what we have near to, to us. And we, we, go, we, we can go just on weekends to Baravoya. And there is wildlife also. Mm, yeah. The thing is that it seems when I see this road, at least the road network is good. I mean, the road condition is good. In Baravoy, yes, it's good. Uh, inf- in- infrastructure was was uh, made by government because a lot of tourists, and also from Russia, a lot of tourists go there. Because that is something which we are still, of course, things are getting better, but that can really change things because we have beautiful places. I mean, of course, I don't know if Kashmir, you've, you must have heard of Kashmir. Have you heard of Kashmir or not? 
Uh, I, I heard, of course. I so, heard about Kashmir, but can you show it? Yeah, beautiful place. Kashmir, what, what, let me show you specific places. That would be better. Because I can actually show you some photographs my daughter took. She went skiing last year. I could have them been able to find them. But, but the, look, one is that what you see on the internet. And one is someone sending in their actual photographs. So obviously, there's a little difference there. But it's a beautiful place. Which I haven't been to. <laughs> Let me also tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> because of all the issues that were happening there. So I decided that it's better to be safe. So this is one place called Gulmarg. So this, this is where my daughter gone for skiing. Wow. It's in India, yes? So yes. it's Kashmir? Kashmir, yeah. So this is, this is a place called Gulmarg in Kashmir. I even couldn't think about it. I even couldn't think that, uh, that in India there are places like this. So that's what I'm saying. Two things you don't know. How much work I do in relation to mediation, all my shows, and what all there is to see in <laughs> India. <laughs> Both those things you don't know. <laughs> so look at those mountains. Yeah, beautiful mountains, and they're high mountains. They're not. It's not like, like I'm telling you, this is in terms of height. When you look at it, you will see the difference there. See that? Nice. So that's one particular place in Kashmir. So similarly, there are other nice places which I will also find for you. What is the other place I can show you? Pehelgam. Pehelgam is a, also a, let me find that. It's a nice picture. Yes, this is nice. Mm -hmm. So this is something that I wanted to do as a road trip. And I don't know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Very beautiful. We live in our cities and we, we just don't see that so many beautiful places around us and even in our countries. Yeah. Exactly. So what I for me look now because of this whole online world that I've now become a part of, I think things are going to become easier. The only thing is, obviously, I mean, look, right now the COVID issue is still there. I mean, it's not that the that has gone away. So maybe for some time, take a little more precaution, and then maybe work from anywhere in the world, spend time there because I don't like these quick holidays. Let's go for a th for a three day trip kind of thing. Which place is this? Uh, this is uh, the city called Uskaminogorsk, and this is Altai uh, Mountains. Altai Mountains. They, this is a border with uh, Russia also. And you, you can see... So Altai Krai, that place where Elizabeth and Elena come from? Right. right. The same. Say, yes, this is a border. So Elena lives from another side and Uskaminagorsk uh, is from Kazakhstan side. And the same mountains. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we, we have mountains um, uh, at the east of the country and uh, the uh, where, where is it? <laughs> east, west, south, south of the country. 
is this where you want to spend your night on this bed you can see this bed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i even didn't know that they have it <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a, a little too much of an adventure maybe how how did they get there <laughs> exactly how did they get there <laughs> you have to tell me this is your picture <laughs> <laughs> i'm traveling with you now <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but how far is this from your place you say um it's uh, i think the the same is to almaty maybe the same uh i go by airplane and it takes one hour and a half yes the same i think okay so not so far so which means that i have to come there pick up a car in one part of either kazakhstan or russia somewhere and then drive through Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan, how is Turkmenistan? Similar terrain or is it different? Uh, uh, I think the, the same, yes. The, it, it's also border with Kazakhstan. So. But then, but, but yeah, like you said, the road network is good. I, I don't know about road network. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to drive through the entire place. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so so, Rosanna, I think the thing is that I'm still worried about you not feeling too good. <laughs> My so. God, we're, we're, we're talking uh, more than two hours. <laughs> Are you feeling all right? You, as long as you, you were okay, it's okay. You have I to told say, you. <laughs> yeah, you have to say that you were, you were enjoying the conversation, so you did not get to know, and you were, although you, were, you thought you were not feeling too good, you were okay. Yes, is that okay? Can I say that? <laughs> yes, sure. You, you you know you you captivated me. <laughs> good, good. So that's that's what the conversations are all about. That's what they're <laughs> supposed to be. So they can actually go. So so now for what I'll do is let me maybe I'll thank you here officially, and then after I cut the live stream, we'll fix up a session for you in the symposium. So Rosanna, but before that, any concluding remarks for the mediation world, for our mediation friends all over the world, anything that you want to tell them, please. You know, as usual, I want to thank you for for your great work that you do. And you showed us uh, your side today. And, you know, you amazed me once again, because I can imagine and I can understand how many time it takes. And uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for gathering together all the mediators mediators in the world. I even didn't know that we have so many mediators in so many countries. <laughs> you know, we live in our small world. Uh, we, we we have relationship with some people from other countries. But when you uh, made this meeting on eighth of March, I I saw so many uh, women who who are mediators and who work around the world. And it was amazing. Uh, thank you one more time. And I want to wish you good luck. And, and I uh, really agree with you uh, that mediators are around us and, with, and those people with mediator mindset around us. And we also here try to do a lot of work in populating mediator, uh, mediator me- mediation, sorry. So and I do believe that, uh, and I want to meet with you in, in life, nope. uh, not, not through Zoom. <laughs> We're already tired uh, to, you know, 
it's of course it's a good opportunity for us that we have yes uh, other way we we didn't even didn't know about each other but um, it would be good to see each other in life and so i want to tell you that we will be happy to host you here in kazakhstan yeah. uh, <laughs> to feed you with our special food <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> interesting interesting food <laughs> because uh my my indian friends uh were you know kind of surprised that we eat so so much meat here and every dish uh, is made of meat everywhere meat 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 <laughs> yeah so But um Yes, th thank you. <laughs> no, thank you very much for coming in. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I mean, it's good that you come in for the shows and you interact and you contribute. So that's really nice. And definitely, Kazakhstan, a road trip around Kazakhstan because all those beautiful places that you've shown me now need to be visited for sure. And in terms of food, let me tell you, for food, I've gone wherever I go. I said whatever the local person is eating, I will eat. I don't even question. So the most if you you've been to Thailand have you tried those crickets have you eaten crickets those insects that they eat fried no 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 crickets? I don't need the insects oh, okay. so I I've had that I've I, I've had that also because I'm saying if a local person eats something I will eat it I don't have an issue because if they're eating you're it you're so brave a, yeah not a problem at all <laughs> I I actually so because look if they're eating it I mean. They survived. <laughs> they live, <laughs> so it must be okay. So, Definitely. So, so food has never been a problem. I really never had a problem anywhere in the world in terms of food. Was eat everything the local eats. So that's that's good. So we'll see. I mean, let's do that. I'm sure we can work. We should work something out. We should have some maybe a Kazakhstan and what former Soviet Republic kind of a thing. We should get that together. We should do something. We'll definitely do something. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much, Rosanna. And of course, I'll see you soon whenever in the symposium you come in. So let me just stop the recording. And